the first Sikha on page 231. In this Sikha, in the first section of the Sikha, the Rebbe is going to explain in the inner meaning of the statement of our sages that based himself on the Posik of Isha Kisazri of Yolda Zohar that when the Isha Mazras Tchilo Yeledes Zohar but Ish Mazriya Tchilo Yeledes Nekeva that if the woman is the one that is Mazriya first then it gives birth to a male but if the uh, Ish is the one that is Mazriya Tchilo then it gives birth to a female and if this is explained in Lakutatayra uh, in the service of Hashem, which the Jewish people are considered to be the Isha, the wife of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when the Isha Mazras Tehila, that if the initiation, the one who begins the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to create and to give birth to a level of love, of Ava and Yira and connection to Hashem. If it starts with the Isha, then the birth of it is a Zohar, is a male, is a powerful love, the love of a male, which is considered to be in a higher level, level of a Zohar. Whereas if it comes through the level of Ish, which means that if it's initiated, the person's uh, connection to Hashem, that it comes it starts from above that arouses the person but it doesn't come from the person himself so that is called ish when it comes to the isha there's only a lower level of love uh, a love which is not a consistent necessary it's a love that is wavering and shaking and that's called a yeledes nekeva if it comes from the Ish. And uh, the Rebbe brings out that although the ordinary Seder, the ordinary order of things is, that if it starts from the Isha, from Isarusa the Tata, from the Jewish people, then it creates the more powerful love of Zohar. But if it's initiated by the Ish, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then Yilad, this is only a Nikeva, a lesser level of love to Hashem. But yet there is exceptions to that. Like in the time of Mashiach, we say that even if it comes from the Ish, it'll be the Ish Yulad Ba. Not only in the time of Mashiach, but even nowadays, through the level of Simcha, we can change it around that the uh, Ish can also give birth to the Zahar, which means that even if it comes with the level of an Ish, that can be changed around. And as the Rebbe will also connect us to the idea that we find in uh, Gemara, a, uh, a Svara, an idea that you could actually change the uh, gender of the baby uh, even at a later point than the time of conception. And that means that from the Ish, you can actually have uh, also an Ish from the Ish. Like it says by Mashiach, 
Ish ve'ish yuladba. But let's learn inside and we'll see in more detail. And then it goes into a, a lot more details as we will learn along. Aleph. Ois Aleph. Ayfun pasik isha kisazriya ve'yolda zohar on the verse and this week's parsha, a woman who is mazriya uh, and she gives birth to a male. So Zogun Razal, our rabbis of blessed memory tell us that Ish Mazriya Tikhila, if the man is the one that gives the seed first, then Yelad is Nekeva. Then you give she gives birth to a Nekeva, to a female. But Isha Mazra's Tikhila, but if it comes uh, that the woman is the one that gives the seed first, so then Yeladis Zakhar, then she gives birth to a uh, male, and this is understood as the Rebbe will also explain later on to say that the zohar is on a higher level than the nikeva, the male is on a higher level than the female, so that if it comes from the isha, then the uh, level of creation of love to Hashem will be in the level of a zohar. But uh, the Rebbe brings down that this order of things is the way it's now in the time of Golos. But when Mashiach comes, even if it begins from the Ish, it begins from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, still there is a possibility to create an Ish, because it says in the post, Ish Vish Yudba. The Rebbe says in the next paragraph, This is only so now, that from the Ish, if it comes from the Ish, that there is, gives birth to an Ikeva, that's now. But But in the future, that the Vlad Zayn, the Bechina Zohar, the child, the birth, the love that the Creator will be in a level of a male, even if it's in a situation where it be the man that will give the seed first. As it says in Torah, it says in Lamed Zayn Gimel, and somehow I seem to remember that actually it's in the Lakuta Torah too, not to just try to remember offhand that look at the Torah, I think he mentions this Pasuk also about the Yemaisa Mashiach but in any event, it says there in Torah if in Pasuk on the verse it will be said this is going about the, in the future that even though it comes from the level of Ish yet, it will be give birth to an Ish So that means ish voish will be a man, and that'll give birth to a ish. That oich bishas ish mazria also at the time where the ish will be the one that will give the seed, still or give the seed first. You let this begin a zocher still create the level of a male ish. That's ish ish yuladba. So basically, the Rebbe is saying here is that although there is normally there is a seder. Of from Ish comes a Nikeva, a lower level of love, but yet with Mashiach's coming there will be Ish also the level of Ish. And the Rebbe is going to say that this concept that from a Ish there can only also be an Ish is not only in the times of Mashiach, but even nowadays we find that through Simcha, one can change around, and even from the level of Ish, there can still be giving birth to an Akeva. A example for this idea 
that we find also now. In the Kutta Torah of the Heintiker Sedra, in the Kutta Torah of this week's portion, it explains as Durch Simcha Shal Mitzvah, that through the joy that one has of a mitzvah, doing a mitzvah, Tutman Oif, that you accomplish, Shetelet Zachar, that she should give birth to a male, that even when it comes from the East, through Simcha, we can change that. And how is the simcha from below going to change that? Because the joy of a mitzvah below that a yid has over here, a rejoicing in the mitzvah, is that arouses simcha arouses joy also above. And simcha is put together, and then simcha breaks through all limitations. So then all kinds of limitations, the order, the way things are supposed to be, are removed. Those that are because the nature, the way they are created, that an ish would be a lettuce which would also include the limitation that if the ish is the one that starts with the seed, you'll get a nekeva. And these limits are bottled. There's no more limits like that because the Simcha removes that. As we see by way of an example, Alderach uh, Moshul, by way of an example, Amelach Bosar Vadom, a king of flesh and blood, a human being, Bishasar is Bisimcha. At the time that he is happy, in a state of joy, then he leaves, he goes out of his. Boundaries and the rules. He doesn't go by the rules. When the Vert antlekts Alman and he reveals himself to everyone, to claim, to grace, to those who are small, just as to those who are big. Usually that would be against the rules, would be against the uh, limitations that a king doesn't go down to the people that are small. He only deals with the people that are big. But when a time of joy, there is no limitations. So the same thing by way of example, we can also understand it above. Because of the joy of above, then there is a revelation of the divine, which is higher than limitations. It's not limited by any specific defined way, the way it needs to come down. When it's gained up, no limitation, all boundaries. Uh, are, are removed and now even though it's from the Ish it still can be now in Noiz Gimel the Rebbe is going to explain why is it uh, what is that because of this Simcha you get a light Simcha Shal Mitzvah you merit a light which is higher than limitations because essentially, the idea of a Simcha Shal Mitzvah is by recognizing that the mitzvahs are uh, so uh, high level, and such a high level, that you bring down a light, when you do a mitzvah, a much higher and more powerful light than uh, the light which is in the world by itself. That's why an hour of teshuva and maizim toivim in this world, good deeds in this world, is more important than all the olam haba, because in Gan Eden, in olam haba, they're only getting a limited level of 
oil which is measured by the world when a mitzvah brings down Lemaila, the higher than the level of the world. So that meditation and realization of the mitzvah uh, becomes the vehicle to bring down that level of the uh, that is higher than the world, because that is the simcha. That is the idea of simcha shel mitzvah. Let's learn inside. The panimius from the minion is the inner of this matter. Is why is simcha bring down higher than limitation? Simcha shel mitzvah kum durch his bond muster mylesa mitzvah. A joy of a mitzvah comes to the person by uh, contemplating the greatness of a mitzvah. That's how you're happy about the mitzvah. So, what does the person realize? As durch zei that through the mitzvahs is men mamshir that we can draw down an oir shalom ayla merech oilamis that you can bring down a light which is beyond the. Uh, level of the worlds which is even higher than the revelation of the light which is experienced in the heaven in uh, in Gan Eden in, as our sages put it in, we see the statement of our sages that 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 one hour of repentance and good deeds in this world is more than the entire life of the world to come. That's all a matter of Nivroim. It's creations. Was Nivroim, Zainan Bagbole, creations are limited. Aber mitzvahs, but mitzvahs, Zainan Ritzoyna Yusbarich, is Hashem's will. And they have no limitation at all. And this meditation poiled this effects as the Aveda Zolzain Bisimcha uh that it should be with joy and even more it should be with gladness of heart. So he realizes that mitzvah is connected to the bligvul without a limit at all. So He's rejoicing that he's able to get a limitless level of godliness into the world. And this is also hinted in the Pasik of the Rebbe is going to say, because that you have you have more than anything, meaning the greatest level of connection to Hashem through the mitzvahs. That's what should make you rejoice. As Rebbe has stated, as it's written, the Pasik says, You serve Hashem, your God. Pasik says, But we're talking about they should have served Hashem. What does it mean? For why does it come that you serve Hashem with joy and with glance of heart? Is For that His bondness that comes from the um, contemplation, the meditation, as mitzvahs ein in hecher wie reif koil, mei reif koil, more than reif koil. Was in dem generein al hechst eilumis. Many koil, all worlds are connected, are, are included. 
There coil rave coil a lot, a lot of a lot of good, plenty. But this is Mayrevko more than all that. So since the Simcha Mitzvah is mitzvah is because we connect with the essence, which is one higher. Where Hashem is not limited in any limitations. So therefore we remove all types all all limitations and even if it's an issue is gives the seed first can sign you can be to get the level of a zohar. so basically what the Rebbe was saying over here because joy of a mitzvah comes from the realization that it is uh, an oyer that is higher than the mitzvah is an oyer which is higher than the world and that's why it brings you such joy that you can connect in such a level since you're rejoicing in that level you're reaching in tapping into the level of which is higher than the world you can also bring down that the simcha from above that the uh, extension the hamshacha should be not in the ordinary way but even the ish should give birth to an ish not only to an ish as is the normal way so we're bringing this idea of sim- of simcha bizman hazeh uh, as an example for what will happen that in the future also the ish v'ishulatba. So the Rebbe continues. So similar to this, we can understand the meaning of the idea, this concept as it is in the future. Since in the future there will be the revelation of the essence of Hashem, so all limitations will be removed. That therefore also be that the ish ish will give birth to an ish ish mazriyat chila. Even though ish mazriyat chila, this bechin azochi will give birth to azochi. In Ois Hay, the Rebbe is going to continue to say that the difference between um, the, now with the things that they go by order and uh, the way they will be in the future where things will not follow a uh, defined order but rather an Ish can also give birth to an Ish, um, the level of Ish, it can also explain uh, a difference between the Babylonian and the Yerushalm and Talmud, which in a way they could be equated uh, to the two parts of Bizman uh, Hazed, the Babli, the Babylonian Talmud, which has a lot of questions, is similar to nowadays where things are uh, dark and it's uh, orderly as opposed to the Talmud Yerushalmi, where there is no question, things are more open, that represents, you know, the time of the future when there will be revelation, and an open revelation of, of, of godliness. And uh, we see that there is a disagreement between the Babylonian Talmud and Yerushalmi Talmud, up to what point is a person uh, to pray about the gender of the baby, unborn baby, uh, and according to the uh, Yerushalmi, uh, we find that you can even uh, ask for change of the gender at a very late stage of the baby's uh, development. And uh, the Rebbe relates this because, um, according to the Yerushalmi, it's like in Leosid in the future, uh, 
uh, where um, in that level of revelation there are really uh, no limitations and even the limitation of being already uh, formed is not really limitation and it can uh, still change, he's still blessing. Let's look inside and hate. Like that, but according to this, we can also understand the plukta from Babylon, the disagreement between the Babylonian Talmud and the Jerusalem Talmud, with regards to a baby, a male or a female. In Babylon, state, in the Babylonian Talmud, it states, as bis vertik can help from Bakoshus Rachamim. That up to 40 days, uh, it helps to ask mercy, the baby should be a male. So if the person uh, prays and wants to ask Hashem uh, to be a male, it can help up to 40 days. Uh, because that uh, gender has not been definitively determined. But the Babylonian Talmud says what happens after 40 days of conception. Then it's the prayer in vain, uh, because the baby's already been determined, and you, that doesn't change already. Once it's determined to be the gender, if it's a female, then praying that it's going to be a male isn't going to help. In the Shalmi state, however, in Shalmi state, that even after 40 days, and according to another opinion, not only after 40 days, I feel when the fregation some kind. Even when the woman the woman is about to give birth, the baby is coming. So then, through prayer, you could affect as a that the baby should be a male. So how is that? How is that possible? So the mountain According to the mentioned above, we can explain this as follows. When the Vlad version is formed, when the baby has already been shaped, is that philosoph? Then it's a prayer in vain. So that's why, according to the Babali, there's no point after 40 days that the baby has been formed, its gender has been formed. So what? What is prayer going to help? So therefore, it's going to consider the prayer in vain. But uh, but according to the Jerusalem Talmud, as Alamol can help in Tfila, that always prayer can help even after it was already formed in Jeb. And thus is vile, and the reason for this is because in Yerushalmi, in the Jerusalem Talmud, the Yerushalmi is just the opposite of the darkness and the questions which we find in the Babylonian Talmud. Is that's similar to as we think about the revelation that will be in the future. From the prospect of that level, there is no limitations. So the Jerusalem Talmud views things more as it is in the future, in which the limitation that things have been shaped and therefore they can be changed is not necessarily so. Just as we say that in the future, we're not going to have the limitation that an ish can only give birth to a nekeva, but it's going to be ish vi ish So now the Rebbe is going to go into the spiritual uh, aspect of... Um, of the idea that the male is mazriya gives birth to a uh, to a male and the and the and the woman mazriya how this is interpreted in the spiritual levels both vimenot it lechemol geret as is spoken uh, several times is yeder davar gashmi everything that comes out in the physical world which basically the woman's mazriya brings a zochar. 
especially a physical matter which the Torah talks about. So that is also that's spiritually there's a similar thing. And it's actually from the spiritual level of the matters, is that's how it results, it evolves into the same idea in the physical. Uh, also the this idea here of the uh, male and the female giving birth to the male and the female with the urban the month the protein and with the details mentioned above that number one Aleph that there's a difference whether it comes from the man being the seed first or the woman has the seed first or base and also the detail that we said that there is a difference the way it is now and in the way it's in the future that the Ish, even when the Ish would be Mazriya, still give birth to Ish. So they also exist on a spiritual level in the service of Hashem. And now the Rebbe is going to go on to bring down from the Lakuta Torah the idea of what is the giving birth to a male and what does it mean giving birth to a, birth to a female. Uh, Zion. In Lakuta Torah, Dort in over there in Lukut Torah is a Mavair the Maimar Azal. He explains the saying of our sages Ish Mazriya Chulu Beruchnis that when the man has seed first in the spiritual level. So he says Ish vi Isha Gaitos If Hakadosh Baruch Hu Knesses Yisrael. The man and the woman refers to it applies to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the gathering of Yid, meaning the Jewish people as a whole. If the man has the seed first, that means has this That's when the arousal starts. Who initiates it? It comes from above. Isarusa arousal of above. If we say on the other hand that the woman's seed comes first, means as this that the arousal begins from the modem from the person, which is isarusa dilatata an arousal from below. If the arousal comes from the man, meaning it comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you let us in the cave. It comes, gives birth to a female. We bowed, which means it comes a, le- a lower level. We bowed these two angels come Since the arousal comes from above, therefore it accomplishes here below an inyan from the cave, a concept of an cave. It's the creation of that, the, from the Yisraelites, what kind of a creation of a love and connection to Hashem does it create? It's a level of Nekeva, which means, what is the meaning of a female level of a Nekeva? It means something which is not lasting. Um, what is that connected? Why is that called a, a, a female? is the saying of our sages that women, their uh, minds is light, you know, they change, change their mind, meaning that it's um, not permanent. What is the reason, what is the connection that the change, that it's not a lasting, that it's not a uh, connection that stays? Since the person did not prepare a vessel to contain that arousal, the soiris is normal milo, the arousal is only from above. How did my mention cannot help me? So the person doesn't have a grab, a grip on it. Uh, but on the other hand, at the time, when the woman is the one that has the seed first, 
as a sizda ayseiris mitzada adam that there is an arousal from the person. Verter the hakelit to them, so then the person becomes a vehicle, a vessel. Dan is yeleder zocher, so then he gives birth to a male. As sizda dovah shal kayama, it becomes a lasting matter. Parum der men shizas koylet. The person absorbs it, takes it in and inner. So he creates a zohar, he creates a lasting, a permanence, because there is the proper vehicle in order to hold on to that light. So, taking it from this perspective, seems like there is only an advantage to the uh, isha to be prepared pos- uh, first so that you can create the vessels in order to contain that creation and that's why the isha is like this zakhar uh, however a permanent uh, an unwavering type of love but from Desvek nevertheless the Rebbe is going to explain in Ois that there is an advantage also to the level of ish um because since it comes initiated from above, it can it comes from a much higher place than uh, from below. Because the person, the human being, is limited how much they can there is sarusa, how much the arousal can be. Uh, so although it's a lasting, but it's uh, a lesser intense one because uh, he's limited as opposed to the ish, which is a higher level and. I guess we want to, as the Rebbe is going to explain, we want to achieve both. We should have the level coming from the higher level of Ish, but that should also remain in a permanent, that should be a Zohar, which is accomplished, the Osid Lovi. So we learn inside Ches, from Dezveg, nevertheless, notwithstanding the fact that it seems that there is an advantage to the Ish, the woman comes to the kalim, there is also an advantage. Also, in the idea that the seeding comes from the man, that it comes from above. Because the arousal from below can only draw down and uh, such a light which is. Uh, measured or it's uh, has a relationship to the people in other words it's not an unlimited light it's connected it's a connection to the to the creations oh but when ish mazria but when it starts from the ish from hashem the extension of that light of that is also comes from above then it's possible and it does extend a light which is limitless which is beyond the elements. So you get a much more powerful, a much greater light. Come to is. So that turns out as that in each one there is actually an advantage. The advantage of when the male is the one that Mazrit is in the Mayr. That advantage is in the light. As the Oir is a hechere, that that light is a higher light, level light. That comes from the Ish because it comes from above, which is not have the limitations of the nivraim, the creations. The advantage of a woman being mazrit chilo, as it comes up in apnimis, that it comes down in an inner. 
meaning it will come from the Ish and still have an Ish, as well as I bathe the Milas. Both of these advantages will be the oil, Shalom the light which is higher than being connected to the world. On Bipnim is that will come down in an inner. It will be like this and like this, meaning you'll have both. Samtikad koid shim shesayich and they learn how to should be kidein kidein. It should be have the light, the greatness of the ish, but also the kalim, uh, the panimius uh, uh, that takes place with the isha, and then you'll have from the ish there will be the ish. So now in Ois tests, the Rebbe is going to go on and expand this idea that we just discussed about the level of Ish and the level of Isha. Ish basically means it comes from above to below. That is called Chesed. It's coming down, giving from higher to lower, from the Ish to the Isha. That's the Soyrus. And on the other hand, the Isha is the level of bringing up, starting from below, going up to Hashem. So these two ideas of bringing the light down and elevating the lower up, uh, uh, the idea of chesed being mamshech, to bring down and gvura to elevate from low to up, from the bottom to the top, or to bring it down from top to the bottom, is basically in the months of the year, we have the two main months, we have the month of Tishrei, and we have the month of Nisan. Uh, Tishrei is the month which the world was created. That is the level of creation, that's the level of the world, and the service of the month of Tishrei basically is from below to above. Whereas the service of the month of Nisan represents the level of Chesed, which the uh, holidays and the special uh, service of that month is the Hamshachem Milmailamata. Let's see inside. In Oistas, these two aspects from Hamshachem Milmailamata from bringing down from above to below, and Valo Milmailamata from bringing from below to above, Zainan Bechlolu. So, generally speaking, they are Oich Darchiluk from the Chadoshim, Nisan and Tisha. They are the difference in the month of Nisan and Tisha. Uh, where Nisan is the Hamshacha Melmai Lamata and Tishrei Melmata Lamata. So he brings down from the Medrash over here, in which we see that Hashem determined two separate months. The month of Tishrei was designated to the beginning of creation as the head of the month of creation. And when Hashem chose the Jewish people, he destined, he des- defined a month of redemption which is the month of Nisan Tess, so back in the Chadoshim, Nisan and Tishrei with regards to the month of Nisan and Tishrei Zog der Medrash, the Medrash says Vishabokhara Kodesh Baruch Hu Be'ilomai Kove Be'irosha Chadoshim Vishonim when Hashem chose the world He set up the head of the month meaning the month which is the head of all months it is also the head of year. The head of every year is that month, which is basically Tishrei. 
When Hashem chose Yaakov and his sons, that's after the creation of the world, but when he chose the Jewish people, Yaakov and his sons, then he chose a month of redemption. What is the beginning of the year? The Rosh Chodoshim, the Rosh Hashanah, that is, is in Tishrei. On the Chodesh HaGeula, that's Tishrei. On the Chodesh HaGeula and the month of redemption, Mishabacha B'Yakov Abonov, when he chose Yaakov the Son, is Nisim. So why is it uh, that the Ebeshter had to choose here? What are these two months? And why is it that the Ebeshter had to choose different months? In Akedah and in Andres Svarim, where they declared the Indian for the Tzvei Chadoshim, in the Sefer Akedah, in another box, in other Svarim, it explains the idea of these two months. In the Ranhoge was the Eivishter Firtom in the Welt, in the conduct which God leads the world, there are two measures. Hanhoge Tivis, one Hanhoge Nisis. There is the natural conduct and the miraculous conduct. Which is beyond, which is higher than nature. Tishrei is Resh Hashanah of On Tishrei, it's the beginning of the year for the conduct of nature. The connection with Tishrei is, is, is simple. Varum, Ba'alav B'Tishrei is given Adam. The first day of Tishrei, the human being was created. That means nature that was Gemar Habriya, the end of creation. Creation, that is uh, nature. Apisaydra by the order of nature. Nisan is the Reish Hashanah, Nisan is the beginning of the year. It leads the year with conduct which is beyond nature. Because what took place in Nisan? Boromin Chodesh Nisan is given Yitzis Mitzrayim. The month of Nisan was the exodus of Egypt. Nisim Shalomai Lamateva. There was miracles beyond nature. Tishrei, the world was created. Nature was created. Nisan, miracles started play because that's the beginning of Geul, redemption, which was beyond nature. But that still doesn't explain why there needed to be a different month. Why does the conduct of this miraculous conduct be in a different time? So if it's all because the exodus of Egypt, which was a miraculous event, took place in Nisus, so therefore the miracles are connected to the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, and the Anhogen Nisus, the conduct of miraculous conduct, is connected to Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, so that alone needs to be understood. This alone needs to be understood. Why is it that the exit of Egypt is given in Nisan and Tishrei? Why was it in the month of Nisan and not in the month of Tishrei? The Frat, especially when you take into account, as a scholar of Yula is the Chtaki given in Tishrei. That the beginning of the redemption actually was in Tishrei. So it wasn't that the Redemption was totally in Nisan. The final redemption was in Nisan, but the beginning of redemption took place in Tishrei. They are stating Gemara, as the Gemara states, that B'Tishrei bot Mitzrayim. Already, starting from the month of Tishrei, the service, the work that they had to work in Egypt has already ceased. So, Hain Favos is, Oich Digulah Shleim in the Tishrei. 
not been Nisan Davka. So why is the so why is it that the complete redemption didn't take place in Tishrei but only took place in Nisan? So the Indian of them is because the idea over here is it's not just a matter of picking a month. It is related to the idea behind the month of Chesed and Gevurah. That Indian in them, the idea is it's not just that redemption can take place at any time. Anyway, it is at a time that there is a special uh, opportune time for Chesed and a special time for Gevurah and the difference between Nisan and Tisha. The reason them is, the idea over here is, the chilek from Tishrei with Nisan is, the difference between Tishrei with Nisan is, Tishrei is Gevura. Tishrei is the level of strength, of stringency. That is Teshuvah. That's the idea of repentance. Repentance means, Halo milmata lemailo, that you start, you're repenting from below to above. The main service is in the level of Gevura is which you work with yourself to elevate it and refine yourself and you make yourself into a higher level. You're coming down up from your low level to a higher level, the level of Tshuva. Since created beings uh, solely based on their service, no matter how high they can elevate, it's still limited. The fad is Tishrei Rosh Hashanah of Anagza Teva. That's why Tishrei is the beginning of the year for conduct of nature. The tshuva, the reaching of the person, can only come to the level in which it can uh, reach. Because that has to do with the abilities of the human being, because it is Gevura which is important for the person to express himself and his powers. And his powers are limited. And therefore, it is a level of nature. But Nisan, on the other hand, is Chesed. That's going from above to below. That's beyond the limit of the worlds. The Far is Nisan, Rosh That's why Nisan is the beginning of the year of the miraculous conduct which is above nature. This also expresses itself that um, on uh, Tishrei we pray for rain. Uh, rain is a natural phenomenon. And on uh, Nisan, during Pesach, we pray for dew. Dew is considered to be a supernatural phenomenon. Because uh, rain goes sometimes, sometimes no, whereas dew goes all the time. Let's see inside. The Safar Zetman, that's why we see uh, also, as in Tishrei is Mespalel, that on Tishrei you pray a Geshem on rain, on Nisan Eftal. And on Nisan we pray for dew. The Chilik from Geshem Metal is Toch Yudua. What is the difference between rain and dew? Is Geshem Kumdu Chizurus Tato. Geshem comes through the arousal of a bow. You know, the person has to put work in. How does it mean? What does it mean? It says the eight yalaminoris. There is a cloud that comes from the ground, then it comes down below. So the rain that comes here starts from below. It picks up, sucks up the moisture, goes up, and then it comes down. So that comes from below to above. That comes from Zerusalem Tato. This comes from the Gvura. Untal But Tal comes from above. It doesn't start from below. That's why rain can sometimes be withheld. 
and egg can hang out in them, it can be held back. Since the uh, extending, uh, bringing down the rain is told in Avedis and Ivraim, that hinges on the service of the created being. If it's lacking in the service, fell then it lacks in the rain. It's a Avoida Milmata Lamailo. Tal is Lemeser. Tal never ceases, no stops. But in Dosis Amshacha Milmailo, this is, comes from above, who Avoidus and Evroim Ritniton, where the service of the created being does not affect, and therefore it doesn't matter that it's not, uh, that it's uh, uh, good or bad, the person will always get the due, will always come down. And the far and this far, that's why betishrei halor which is elevation, is memispan levgeshem, because that's bringing from below to above, and that's the rain going from below to above. On the nisan namshacha if tal nisan we extend in tal. So the Rebbe over here in this ice test brought down that these two uh, ideas of uh, ish from namshacha and isha. Uh, bringing are basically the avoid of the two months of Nisan and Tishrei <coughs> and Nisan being and Tishrei being the level of of, of of Gvura and the person accomplishing to the extent that he can accomplish and that connects with rain that comes also below and then it comes down uh, but it's still limited whereas the month of Nisan is the month of Chesed and Chesed has no limitation and therefore it comes down in the prayer for Tal also which is uh, always and it not hinges on the Avayda Disrusulatatu so in Ois Yud the Rebbe is going to continue to explain well since the Nisan is actually the month of Chesed in which is Lemailo Hamshacha mil mailamato higher than world. So why do the Chazal tell us? Why did it happen? We know from the Chazal mentioned before that to a certain extent the service, the avoda, was already bottled to them and from the time of Tishrei. So that means that the Geula, the redemption, higher than nature, already began at that point. At the point of. Uh, Tishrei, but here we're saying that it's all connected to Chesed, to Nisan. So why was it bottled? Uh, and the Rebbe will explain that even the conduct of nature that we are talking about over here that takes place on Rosh Hashanah, on Tishrei, is not the regular nature as of itself, as say that took place on the 25th day of Tishrei, when the world was actually beginning, creation began. But we're talking about in nature, the way it's on Rosh Hashanah, on Zehayim Tchilas Masecha, we're talking about the creation of the human being. The language is Mishabachar, uh, when Hashem chose, meaning that this is already Hashem's connecting to the nature. So this is a higher level as we see inside. So there is already a level of higher than world, even in Tishrei, although it's godliness which is connected to the world. And But it's talking about godliness. We're not talking about just nature. And it's the beginning of redemption already. But the actual visible redemption in an expression, a way that it expresses itself, that comes down actually in the month of Nisan in which the Gula takes place in actuality.
So Aishud, the Rebbe says, is vi kumtes. How does it uh, come make sense now that Lloyd the Rebbe demanded declaring according to the above mentioned explanation was betishrei but lo that in Tishrei service has already been nullified from our fathers. When Ascholas Agula is given betishrei to say that the beginning of the redemption already took place on Tishrei. That menes farstein. So in order to understand this, we'll understand. That even the Tishrei nature is not just simple nature. But the Klerendik Free, first we have to explain the Diuk Haloshin, the emphasis of the language. When the, the Madrash says about Hashem choosing the month of Tishrei, even, it doesn't say over there when Hashem created, but it says when Hashem chose Tishrei. When Hashem shows His word, it doesn't say from when Hashem created His word, nor when He chose. What does it mean? When we say that Hashem chose, that means more than just created. Created is meaning that He did it, He brought it into being. Bachar means that He actually chose it. Chosen means when Hashem chooses the world, chose the world, is So that caused an advantage, a greatness in the world. The world became connected to godliness. Hashem chose it. Uh, Hashem wants it versus just Hashem made it. But the choosing is a inner connection that shows on a, on a deeper connection than just creating something having nothing to do with it. Here we say that he chose it. This is the emphasis of the language when Hashem chose this world. That he set up the head of the month and the years. And also the beginning of the year. As in Tishrei, which is the Rosh Hashanah. For the natural conduct that already is already higher. It's not bara, it's bachar. It's higher than the world by itself. That is, as the world is based on choosing by a kaddish baruch. The world's creation out of itself is is on the twenty fifth day of El. Hashem chooses the world that takes place in the first day of Tishrei. Zman Brias Haodom. That's the time that man was created. Through the service of man is that Ailam Givarun Akeli Telakus, the world became a vehicle to godliness. Um, so it's more than nature, but the world actually became a, a, a vehicle to godliness. And on the first day of Tishrei, it says, This day is the beginning of your action. So we see the Lashon Zeh with regards to Rosh Hashanah, and the world was actually beginning to creation was on Chafei. So that is Koi and this is Zeh. And we know that there's a big difference between Koi and Zeh as um, 
Zeh is much higher than Koy. Zeh is something that you see. Koy is such. Chafei Be'elul is Bechinas Koy, level of Koy. Lechad Betishrei is Bechinas Zeh, level of Zeh. We know the prophets, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu said the word Zeh, and all the other prophets used the word Koy, because Moshe Rabbeinu was able to see in a much clearer, in a much direct vision, and he said Zeh when he saw godliness. Where all the other prophets just said Koy, which is something like. So the difference between the first day of creation, which was Chafei Betishrei, is that is Chafei, Chafei spells out Koy. And then on Rosh Hashanah we say Zeh Ayoyim. Kol Anivim, the Maimer, is saying, Kol Anivim, Nisnabu Bekoy. All the prophets, they prophesize with the word Koy. But Moshe used the term Zeh. So, which means really that Oilam, it's at Atzmai, the world, because in of itself, is Bechinas Koy, is just the level of Koy. That's pure nature. Because of the hidden and the block of the world, you cannot say Uzogn Even, in other words, even Meshabachar, the Nevi'im cannot say Zeh, it's not clear. But then later on, when the service of a Yid, you can say this. Once the Adam was created, uh, on the level of creation of a person, then you can say Zeh. You see godliness in obvious godliness. As we say, that each one can point with his finger and say, This is my God. So that took place not on the Chafei, that took place on the Alabatishrei when human being was created. But that's already within nature the level of Zeb. Because this is all the level of godliness which is connected to the world, but it's either in a level of koi that you can't visualize it, or it's in a level of zeh which you can actually point to it. That is the level of godliness that contracts and belongs and has a connection according to the world. Ufirt on the Welt Ban as Hashem leads the world in the natural conduct. Mernit, it's only was Dimadrege Gufa is Nid Behelen Norbihili. That level of godliness which is connected to the world is not in the level of Koi, but it's in the level of Zeh, it's open. Aber Bechoidesh Nisen, but on the month of Lis Nisen, like the Lukushalam Ailam Oilumis over there. The light which is higher than worlds is shines. For sinim is nitok kain hagbolas hatava chazushol. And there is no limitation in nature. God forbid. Mitzad dem kum tarish danogenisu malmatava. That gives us the uh, spiritual, the miraculous conduct which is above nature. Then that man showing fashtein. So according to this, we can understand. The minyan was betishrei botlo avayd malisein and tishrei. The work was ceased from our fathers. But oich in tishrei is made muhusalakus because also on tishrei there is the essence of alakus is made. The zeh is made. 
the far is the ship with bottle given. So the slavery is become became bottle. When I given, that's how the Yulah, it was the beginning of the Yulah. So it's not Lamailam in Ayulam, it's in Ayulamas, but there was already a level of Zel, a revelation. Many is not Albert Alt given in Mitzrayim, you were still in Mitzrayim. You remained in Mitzrayim. But it was a schalta the yul, the shibut has gone off. Meloshim mitzvahim ugvulim, still in the limitation and the boundaries. But Mdos is alzder elakus because it's still godliness was hotzicharangi stolt in teva, which is placed itself in nature. Yitzias mitzrayim, the actual exodus of Egypt, the givem bechodesh nisan, the avkidak took place in the month of nisan. Was the chodesh nisan, the month of nisan, like that elakus veres bligvul? Then the unlimited level of godliness shines. Then was the exodus of all limitations and all boundaries. And therefore that was the real Yula at that time on the month of Nisan. And this explains why Botlamav is already, because at least there was the level of Zer, they had the level of revelation. So in Ois Yud, we explained that um, the month of Nisan... Uh, is the true redemption of all kinds of limitations. Uh, there is a certain level of visually experiencing Hashem based on the limits of creation during uh, the month of Tishrei, uh, Batla, Navi Seinu, the Shibut, the Aveda, but yet it still remained uh, within the limits and the confines of a Lakus which is connected to the worlds. But Nisan was way beyond. And this is the Rebbe is going to explain is why in the Aseris Adibris we say that uh, when God says, I'm God who's taking you out of Egypt, why not mention uh, the creation of the world which seems to be a more and a greater miracle than Yitzhiyah's uh, Mitzrayim? Because the point is, the Matan Torah is to take us out of all limitations. Creation of the world is the limitation, is nature. We're trying to say that Ayyid through Matan Torah is goes and reaches in beyond the nature. According to this, we'll also understand was that only from Aseris Adibris that the beginning of the ten sayings is Anoicha Hashem Lekecha. I'm God, your God that is taking you out of Egypt. So there's no question. Why does it say that it's taking you out of the land of Egypt? It's another I've created the heavens and the earth. That's more our wonder than just creating the heavens and the earth. But the idea is that the is the accomplishment that Matan Torah uh, accomplished is as Durch Torah Mitzvahs that when you uh, follow the Torah, learn Torah and you do the Mitzvahs what happens is you tie yourself down with the essence and the being of Godliness as he's higher than the worlds therefore is Bascholas Matan Torah. When the Torah begins with Anoich Hashem Lekecham God your God, the Matan Idbriya Shemayim Vares. It doesn't mention creation of the heavens and the earth, nor Yitzias Mitzrayim Davke. He specifically mentions the Exodus 
of Egypt. Now that Oiftu for Matan Torah is because the accomplishment of the Matan Torah is Yitzir Mikol Amitzarim Bagbolus to go out of all limitations to connect with El Elakus which is higher than limitations. From Oilam and to connect yourself and tie yourself up with godliness which is beyond and above the world with this idea the difference between the month of Nisan being the month of the Hanhoganisis so the uh, miraculous conduct and the month of Tishrei being the uh, natural conduct and that the uh, Tishrei is connected, the natural conduct is connected with the limitations of the person in order to uh, work and to reach, uh, but within the limits of the human being's ability. Um, this will also explain to us a seemingly um, uh, difficult uh, opinion um, uh, when the future redemption will take place. Um, uh, according to Rebbe Lezer, he holds that the, although that the redemption in Mitzrayim took place in Nisan, but uh, when the future redemption will take place in Tishrei. Rabbi Yeshua holds in Nisan, they were redeemed and they will be redeemed in Nisan. Why would Rebbe Lezer hold that the redemption will take place in Tishrei, since the first redemption took place in Nisan, why should the future redemption take place in Tishrei? And the Rebbe ties this because according to Rabbi Lezer, the future redemption hinges on our doing Teshuva. And since the level of Tishrei is the level of doing Teshuva, doing Milmata Lamaila, and that's what brings the future redemption, that's why it belongs to Tishrei. Whereas, according to Rabbi Yeshua, the redemption isn't hinged on doing Teshuva. That comes from above, so therefore, according to him, it comes on the month of Nisan. We'll look inside. According to this, we'll also understand the Plukta in Gemara, the disagreement in the Gemara, about the time of the future redemption. Rabbi Lazar holds that they were redeemed in, in Mitzrayim, they were taken out during the month of Nisan, and it's on Tishrei that they will be redeemed in the future. When the Bishua halt, the Bishua is of the opinion that Benisan Nigalu, that they were redeemed in Nisan, and Benisan Nigal, they'll also be redeemed in Nisan. Is it Plugnit Fashtandik, but it's similarly, it's not understood, that's Rabbi Lazar, the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. Pavozol, there is Manha Gula, Sweet Design. Why should the time of the future redemption be an under Vizman Gulas Mitzrayim, different than the time? of the redemption of Egypt. If the redemption of Egypt was a Nisan, why would Rabbi Lazar say that the redemption of, of the future will be in Tishrei? But according to the mentioned above, as Nisan is Amshacha Mil Maila Lamata, that Nisan is what comes from above to below, and Tishrei is Allah Mil Mata Lamaila, Tishrei is that brings from below to above, that Mendoz Fashtain, we can understand this. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua gained those that Rabbi Lezer to be sure they follow their view in Atzvayta Plukta with a different disagreement about how 
the future redemption will take place. Rabbi Lezer Halt, Rabbi Lezer is the opinion. If they will repent, they will be redeemed. What's his reasoning? Since exile came for the reason because we have sinned, it is because of our sin that we have exiled from our land, as we say in the prayer. Therefore, the redemption needs to also come by fixing the sin. Which is the service, the work of Teshuvah of repentance. Shuva is the is a service that starts from below to above. The Therefore, the Gula will be in Tishrei Haloa, which is the month of elevation. Besides this idea of Haloa or elevation, simply speaking, the time of Shuva is in the month of Tishrei. As it says, when he's found, that goes on the ten days that are between Rosh and Yom Kippur. Oh, but Rabbi Yeshua held, but Rabbi Yeshua is of the opinion as the Gula of Zayin, but if the Gula will be in such a way, not with money will you be redeemed. Chesed means you're not through tshuva. But as if it come it's going to come from above to below. The gula is going to come from Hashem, not based on our tshuva. The far halter has been nisna sidunli gold. That's why he's of the opinion that in nisn they will be redeemed. The Allah is like Rabbi Yeshua, where he says in Medrash, as he says in Medrash, that the yin will be redeemed in the month of Nisan. So now, we also, but we can understand why, according to the Belezer, uh, it's going to take place in Tishrei, because Tishrei is the month of Tshuva, Milmata Lamaila, and according to the Belezer, the Giula depends on the Avedis Tshuva and the Avedis Hodla, Milmata Lamaila. In Ois Yud Gimel, the Rebbe will explain that we still need to understand why actually does Rabbi Lozer hold that the future redemption will be through Teshuvah? Uh, we see that the redemption of, of uh, Mitzrayim was in the month of Nisan, wasn't in Tishrei. Why would it all of a sudden over there be in Tishrei different than the uh, redemption by Nisan? Furthermore, actually even in the Gemara, the Gemara seems to say that even according to the Yeshua, is challenged that really there is a uh, a lot of evidence that the Gula will take place the future in Tishrei. It's only the Gemara concludes that that's not as the case. But yet, from the fact that the Gemara has that question, uh, or all the proofs, it seems that the redemption is somehow connected to Tishrei. But why would the future redemption be connected to Tishrei? In the inner say, why would it even have a connection? Why would Rabbi Lazar hold so? And why would the Gemara even think so? So we see somehow that the future redemption, in an inner way, does belong to Tishrei. So how do we explain that? So this is what the Rebbe is going to ask in Aishid Gimel. But we have to understand the pnimis from their plukta, the inner of their disagreement of Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Lazar in the Gula Asida, in the with regards to the redemption of the future. See Zivadzai whether it's going to be through service, or it's going to be through above, revelation above. Also, we need to understand this Al-Qadaita from the Gemara Dortmund. The thought that the Gemara thinks in the beginning over there in the discussion 
As the Gemara thinks, as Oich Ledas Rabbi Yeshua, that also according to the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua, when Al Pisvori Gidav Zogn, so logically we should have said as Betishta Sidim Ligol that they should be redeemed on Tishrei. When the Gemara brings Dort and Kamerais, the Gemara brings many proofs as the Geulim Vetzayim Betishrei. The Geulim will be on Tishrei, not in the Maskana, but in the conclusion is the Gemara Doiche Diraiyes. The Gemara pushes off the evidence of Firtois and concludes that the Geulim Vetzayim Benisim, the Geulim will be in Nisim. Because from them is mashma, from this it's understood, as in Pashto, Zataka, Zegidar, Zayn, that simply it should have been so, as the Geula, from the whole discussion of the Gemara, as the Geula, Sida, so Kumadu, Havaydim, Amatla, Maila, that the future redemption should come through service from below to above. Betishrei, there should be in Tishrei. When there's some soif, it's only at the end, these men mask, we conclude, as the Geula, Zayn, that the Geula will be, this will come from above to below Nis. So what we need to understand is what's Rabbi Lezer's Svarah, what's his idea? And the, and the thought, the, the Gemara thought in the beginning, Just as the days that you left Egypt, I will show you the wonders. So that means that it's similar to what took place by Mitzrayim. When you see Mitzrayim is given Chodesh Nisan, and the days of Egypt was in the month of Nisan, from above to below, why should there even be a thought as the Gula Asidah Vazayim in Tishrei, the future of them shall be in Tishrei, from below to above. So the Rebbe is going to explain in Oisiv Dalit that there is the advantage, as we've spoken before, that when it takes milmato lemailo, that you have the pnimius that it enters inside. Since it's worked through, there is the proper kalim for it. So, meile by kimeitzes chaberes mitzrayim. Since the Yidden war in the memtes shadituma, it had to come milmail lemata. There was no kalim, but it had to come. But now, since it comes after David of, of the Golus through Masenu Vavadisenu, through our work, so maybe at this point we should say that it should come through our Israelis, our Chuba, so that we have the kalim for it. And that's why the Allah is but like Rabbi Shua. And initially, there's a thought, there's an opinion of Rabbi Lazar, but the Allah is like Rabbi Shua. That even though it will be from the Ish, it's going to be Ve'ish. That still is going to be the extra mile that is going to be lasting and it's going to go down in the Pneumius. Even though it doesn't start in the level of Tishrei, it comes from the level of Nisan. Yudalat, look inside. The declaring in them is, the explanation of this is, We spoke earlier, That there is an advantage in bringing from below to above. There's an advantage to it. True that that light is a lower level, but it comes in an inside. Therefore, there is room in one's logic as the gula of Zayim betishrei that the gula should be in tishrei mitzad milas apnimis because the advantage of bringing down in an inner. You see, as Mitzrayim is given farmat and Torah, the exit of Egypt that took place before the giving of the Torah and the Eden, and given Mishuka, and the Jews were sunk in Memtah Sharitum and the 49 gates of impurity. Hot Megidavt Onkum, so then they needed to come on to Nigla Aleya Melech Malcham Lochim Akodesh Baruchu Bechvei De to the revelation of the King, the King of Kings, the Blessed One, the Holy One by Himself. The father of the Gula of Minisan, that's why it was Minisan, it was Milmaila, it came from above, not Milmat. But the Gula, Asida, Abervet Kumen. The future redemption comes, however, Noch, Avedis and Ivroim, Shlachamat and Tayyar, after the series of the 
of the created beings, which was, comes after Matan Mitzvahs, Through our work in Torah Mitzvahs, light that Menoyz developed, we uh, purified the world, we refined the world. We make the world into a vessel for godliness. This is the accomplishment of Matan Torah, also the highest matters. They should be in an inner way. Notwithstanding the fact that the revelation of Mashiach is is higher than the word from Desvig and Dafis, Eichzain, Dafki, and Apanimis, that this needs to be in an inner, the Fazakta Rabbalazar has been intentionally be redeemed. So it should come down an inner. But Rabbi Yeshua holds, that's also the ruling, that the future of them should come from above. And notwithstanding that, it's going to come down in Apinimis. It's going to be like Even though it's it will exist and will go on an inside. This is Maimed, the Ramaschal, the We'll do the second sicha in the Parshish Tazriya, Lekutte Sichas Chelik Aleph, on page 236, on the left-hand column, beginning with Ois Tezvav. This is the second sicha. The Rebbe is going to explain in this sicha the spiritual meaning of Zohar of male and the Keva female. It's interesting, in this week's Parsha, the Pasik talks about a woman that gives birth. It says, Isha Kisazriya, a woman that gives birth. The Torah then makes a distinction in the rules and the laws if she gives birth to a male. Uh, there is a certain level of impurity that the woman is impure, becomes impure for that time, and then she has days of clean. And then there is a different number of days for if she has a girl, a baby girl, and then how much she becomes tummy, and then how much she's pure. That's the laws of the Torah. The Torah, before the Torah goes into those details, the Torah first talks about a bris. Because the first thing that the Torah talks about is uh, when the woman, or if a woman, when the woman gives birth, and she will give birth to a male. So the Torah already deviates, sort of seems like for a minute, and talks about that if she gives birth to a baby boy, then on the eighth day it should be the bris, and then it goes back and talks about the laws that apply pertain to the woman, the meitara, the meituma, the meitara. Now, the way the verse appears in the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Isha meaning when the woman is the one uh, that would uh, give the birth, the birth or here, meaning the seed would come from the woman, then then she will give birth to a male. Somehow this is understood, the Gemara learns from this. The Gemara learns from this that if the woman is the one that is Mazriyat Chila, uh, which means her seed comes first, then 
she gives birth to a male. So it's Isha Kisazriya, the Yolda Zachar. If the Isha is the Mazriya, then she gives birth to a male. If it would be Ish, would be Mazriya, then would be Yeladis Nekeva. And that's the whole discussion the Alter Rebbe discusses in, in Lukut Tatera this week. Why does it go the opposite? But this whole idea of giving birth to a Zohar, giving birth to a male, is more than just the physical uh, male boy that is born. Also in spiritual, it means if it's the Isha Kisazriya, if the woman is the one that gives the seed. Now we know throughout the Torah, the woman is a metaphor of the Jewish people. The Jewish people are considered married, the wife of Hashem. Hashem, God being the husband, and we, the Bnei Yisrael, being the wife of, of Hashem. As we, there's psukim for that. Somehow the, the meaning of this posik is also understood metaphorically that Ishoki Sazriya, that when it comes from the woman, in other words, in this case, when it comes from the Bnei Yisrael, in other words, it's their work, so it's the Isha, it's the Knesset Yisrael, the Shamas Yisrael, the Jewish people. If they provide the seed, in other words, they, it's their effort, then the older Zohar. Zohar represents a higher level than the level of Nekeva. Zohar. I mean, it's kind of hard to give a shir for women, <laughs> but in, in this case, the males and the female were all the women over here. The Bnei Yisrael are considered the women. We're the women. Hashem is the man. But we're saying that in our service, metaphorically speaking, we give birth to a Zohar. And the Rebbe will speak several aspects to explain what is this Zeriya, this work that has to be done, how this work has to be done, and what we can create from this work, and what it means to give birth to a Zohar. So let's learn inside in uh, Pasuk Tezvo. First, the rep in First, the uh, Rebbe is going to quote from the Erechaim the idea of what does it mean the woman that gives the seed. What does it mean the seed? Planting mitzvahs are also called the seed of mitzvahs. When one does mitzvahs, called the seed. The Erechaim Hakodesh makes the connection between. Ishoki Sazriya with the concept of a yid doing mitzvahs, the Zriya, the idea of Zriya that we find by mitzvah. Let's look inside. On the verse in our parish in the beginning, a woman who is Mazriya and she gives birth to a male, etc. The holy Orachayim says, There is an additional hint that the Pasuk here is telling us. This refers to Knesset Yisrael. Knesset Yisrael means the gathering of the Jewish people. We want to talk about the Jewish people as a whole. The Jewish people as a whole are hinted with the Isha here. Was very beautiful Isha. The Jewish people, Knesset Yisrael, are called, they're referred to as the woman. 
Dixi, because there's a pasuk in Yeshaya Nundalad Hey, which says, "Kiboy alayich oisayich," the one who, referring to Hashem, who is your husband, the one who makes you, the one who makes you, which really refers to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is called the boy alayich, the husband of the Jewish people. So, if the Jewish people, if Hashem is the husband, what does it make the Jewish people? It makes them the wife. So the Pasik is saying, Isha, as Eden Vel Mazriazain, when the Isha, the Jewish people, Knesset Israel, Vel Mazriazain, Kisazriya means they will put forth the seed. What are they going to seed? What are they going to sow? What kind of a seed? Zain mitzvahs, ma'isim toivim. Good mitzvahs and good deeds. Which is, al derech, we find, where do you find? With regards to mitzvahs, the language you sow seed, there's a pasuk. There's a pasuk in Hosea. It says, "Ziru lochem litzdoka." You should sow for yourself for charity. So we see that the charity and the mitzvahs, charity is the symbolic of all the mitzvahs. Am I saying Is something that we sow. Ziru lochem litzdoka. Sow this for tzedakah. So what does the Torah tell us? That when you saw Maisim Toivim, Tormaz Toivim, Zog the Torah too, the Torah promises, Vyoldo Zohar, that you will give birth to a male. If you sow, then you will give birth to a male. Zived Gibayrna Zohar, she will give birth to a male. Vos Bechinas HaZohar is Hecher for Bechinas HaNekeva. The level of Zohar, when we marry, the level of Zohar is a higher level than the level of Nekeva, as the Rebbe will explain. Now there's another interesting diuk uh, point that we can learn out from the Pasuk. Because the Pasuk doesn't say if she will give birth to a male, if she would be give birth to a female. By the female it says if she will give birth to a female. But it doesn't start off by saying if she will give birth to a male. It says, when the woman will mazria, she will give birth to a zohar. So in other words, the Rechaim says that it's not even an if. That the Yodah Zohar is a vadai, the vadai, that is a definitive, it's for sure, that if is going to be the level of kisazria, then you're going to give birth to a zohar to that higher level. The Rechaim is answering the mitvar enferter. This is how he answers was a frecht freer that he asks earlier. Farvos states viyolda. How come it says and she will give birth? It says ishik is asri viyolda. She will give birth. Unitim telazachesh. And if she will give, we don't know what she's going to give birth. So why are we saying viyolda? She says she will give birth to zachar. Just like it says further. So it says if. So how do, why does it say and she will give birth to Zohar? So he's trying to tell you that if there is the level of zero Zohar, the union of Kisazriya, then it's Vyoldo Zohar. There's not even a question. Metaphorically, in the spiritual level, is definitely Vyoldo Zohar. Which means here, those gate. This really refers to, what does it mean here, the Zohar? 
This goes of Geula Ha'asida was Vedzayim B'mchina Zohar. The Geula that is destined to come is going to be in the level of a male. There are several languages when they talk about the earlier redemptions it uses a feminine language. Like, for example, we say Shira Chadosha. We don't say Shir Chadosh. Shira Chadosha. That's a feminine language. But it says that when the Shir will come, it will be Shir Chadosh. Because that time is going to be in a masculine. And there's other examples for that. So the Rechaim says that the level of Yoda Zohar through the Avaida of Tazria, that's going to be the level which we're going to reach Lazud Lovik. When they declared the Maila from the Geula HaAsida of Geulas Mitzrayim, he explains the advantage of the future redemption over the redemption that took place of Egypt. As Geulas Mitzrayim ot nidgehat kinkiyum, the redemption of Egypt did not last. We got out of Mitzrayim, but after Mitzrayim we went back into Golos. Nor is given. Nor Nochir is given a golos. After we were freed of Mitzrayim, and after it, it was another golos. We went back to exile. but the future redemption, That's going to be a whole, a complete redemption. that there will be no golos. Why is that? Because then there will be a level of zohar. While the avodah from Eden, because the service of the Eden is Isha Kisazriya, that a woman would be Mazriya, which means the avoided that the Yidin do in mitzvahs, in the Zman of Golus, that bring in as the Giula Hasidon, that the redemption of the future, Zuzayn Bechinas Zohar, should be the level of a male, Akiyum Vamido Lonetzach, a standing for eternity, it will never be, uh, go back again. Men, women are considered in this context, the keva are considered noshim daiton kalis. They can change their mind. So it's not, they can be convinced, you can persuade them. A male is considered to be stable, it stays. That's the way it is. It doesn't change his mind, you can't convince, they can't convince them. So the level of zohar means that it's going to be uh, permanent. That represents the Yul Asida as the level of Nekeve, which came before Kisazri, didn't last. This is the Toichen Fuzaynerei. This is the general meaning of his work, the words of the Eurechaim. So, the Rebbe says, Kemen Zogen, we can say, Ados is al derech v'ezvert gibracht mechilta. This is similar what is brought down in the mechilta. He says, all the songs will be in a feminine language. With the exception of the song of the future, the Loshan Zohar, that's going to be in a, in a, male, in a masculine way. Sing to Hashem Shir Chodosh, not Shir Chodosh. So I, I was saying this before, but the Rechaim doesn't mention this. The Rebbe is connecting 
the Rechaim's concept to what the Mechilta says, the Shiru Hashem, Shir Chodesh will be in the Loshon of Ezechot. Now, the Rebbe is going to explain what is the meaning that it's Isha Kisazriya. When we talk about the Knesset Yisrael, we are an Isha. We are God's Isha. The Rebbe is going to explain now that the Isha represents a total level of devotion that the Yidden have to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we say Isha Kisazriya, represents the level of an Isha in which we are totally subjugated and we totally accept Hashem in order to accomplish the Kisazriya. Let's look inside. The Tam Oifunomen Isha is why is it called an Isha? What does the Pasik say? In the Chumash, when we look, why is it called Isha? So the Pasik says, Ki me'ish lu For this one was taken from the man. So Isha means me'ish, from a man. Who is the man? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ein ish ella HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The word Ish, really man, represents HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shenemar Hashem, Ish Milchama. Hashem is a man of war. So the word Ish, Ish represents Hashem. Knesses Yisroel was Nemtzich Fun Hashem, Ish, the gathering of the Jewish people, the Jewish people as a whole, who come from Hashem, Hezdefar Isha. We call Isha because we come from Hashem. So, the Jews have different names. Sometimes we call them Yisrael. So we call them Yaakov, sometimes we call them Yosef even, sometimes we call them Naisha. So the word Isha has a special, we're trying to talk about a special thing about the Yisrael. What does Isha mean when we say about that the Bnei Yisrael is Isha? Every name of Jews describes, points to a separate, uh, a specific matter that they have, that's, that's within them. The nomen Isha is Moira. The name Isha, when we call the Yidin with the name Isha, a wife of Hashem, that points as their Gansimitsis, that their entire being is Norvas Meish Lukochazois. It's only that she was taken from the man. We are Isha. Isha means we are taken from Hashem. What does this mean? That means that he has really no other interests. Isha represents the level, the only interest is, is Hashem. We come from Hashem, that's all what we care about. Aiden is nit negeya, kin chumris, a Jew. It's not important to him any material matters. Oich nit kin gashmi, also not physical. Um be'etzim nafshei, and in the essence of his soul, meaning maybe in a lower level, not the essence, maybe he wants spirituality, but the essence of the soul is he also, it does not important to him the reward and the payment, the, 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 the present and the spiritual payment. He doesn't even care about it. He doesn't care about materialism. He doesn't care about the physical. And in his essence of soul, in his essence of soul, he doesn't even care about spiritual payment or reward. I feel the hechste madregis in schad ruchnis. 
even the highest levels in spiritual reward is not important to him. It really doesn't matter to him. Im is negeya nor der What he cares about, what is applicable to him is just Hashem alone. All what he wants is Hashem. He doesn't want spirituality. He wants Hashem alone. When we get free in the Maimer, the Rebbe says, I've spoken earlier in the Maimer, that even the highest level in Gan Eden Ha'elyeh, in the upper level of Gan Eden. Again, we're talking about different levels, because you have Gan Eden, that's heaven. Within heaven there is the lower level of heaven and the higher level of heaven. Gan Eden Within the higher heaven, level of heaven, there is the highest levels within there. So the highest level of Gan Eden Ha'elyeh, they are only a ray from the essence, from Hashem Himself. And there is really no uh, relationship relative to the Atzmus. It's way, way beyond that. There's the saying that they, we, by the Alter Rebbe, they would find many times that he was going to a sort of in a ecstasy, in a go up in a spiritual high and they would find him rolling on the ground in such a way that he was totally absorbed and what would say, he would say I don't want your Ganeiden I don't want the upper Ganeiden, the lower Ganeiden I don't want anything, I only want you alone I want Hashem alone because a Yid, that means the level of Isha Isha means I'm taken from Hashem I don't want anything in between I just want Hashem himself so when we have that level of Isha, Darkman Ashton Dem Tazriya. So then but we still have to sow. We have to we have to do this the sowing. We have to be Mazriya. So that means we can be in a very high level and we want only Hashem. We can be like an Isha, but we have to have Tazriya. Which means Zriya is Baoritz Davkin. You must sow in the ground. If a person is going to sow in the spiritual levels, in connecting to Hashem, and he's going to start sowing over there, nothing is going to grow. you got to go down and sow in the ground. That's where it grows. If you're going to sow a kernel, but you're not going to put it into the ground, nor above 10 tzvachim, which means... Tetvachim is usually considered the domain. This is already the sky. Once it's Tetvachim off the ground, it's already heavenly. So if you're going to start trying to sow over there, you're not going to get anything. Even if you go below Tetvachim, you're still not going to get anything. Even within three Tetvachim, which is close to the ground, many, many halachas tell us that if something is three uh, close to the ground, it's considered like the ground. It's kilovodomi. It's considered like paste that connected to the ground. So even if you're going to sow something, just paste it to the ground. I mean, within three tvachim, was kilovodomi, which is considered like connected to the ground. Then the fun can't smich and design. You won't be able to grow anything from it. The zriya muzayin ba'oretz davki. You must sow in the ground. Then something grows out of there. So the point is, you can be in a level of Isha, but you still got to do the Tazriya. And the Tazriya you got to do in the ground. Same thing is with mitzvahs, just like the metaphor 
physically a kernel has to be sown in the ground, same thing is with mitzvahs. Likewise is the sowing of the mitzvahs. It must be in the ground, specifically in the ground. There's actually, it says in the Pasuk, I'm going to sow you for me in the ground. The Eivishter takes these neshamas and he sows them for himself to benefit himself in the ground. Which means the ground he puts us down in the Olam Hazir. In this world, Hashem sows us. We are not doing, we are actually become, in this context, we are the seed. Not only we're making the seed, but we are the seed. But part of being our seed is to make seed in the ground. This is below. Hashem put us down in this world. Hashem didn't leave the Neshamas Yisrael in Gan Eden, in Atzilus, somewhere high up there, in a spiritual level. He brought us down this world. Not beyond ten Tvachim, which is Koiches Makifim, which would represent the powers that cannot come down, you know, they're hovering above us, which means they're yet too lofty to come down. That's not where we were planted. And also not also not below within the ten Tvachim. Ten Tvachim, notice, represent the ten powers of the soul. The Koiches Pedimim Seichelomides. That would represent the ten Tvachim in the ground. Also there, Hashem didn't plant you. Not in the level of the Koiches Makifim, where you powers that are surround you, which is your higher elevated powers. Not even the Koiches Pedimim. But in actuality, in, in working in the action, specifically in action, can't be no spiritual, can be no good feelings, can be no emotional attachment, the spiritual attachment. There has to be action in, uh, in, 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 in actuality. So they would say the Russian word, taporo taplacho, like chopping wood, you know, just going down. Calls a man as felt the Asiya Hagashmis. As long that you're missing the physical doing is Vainik the Kavona Samitzvah in Moyach. It's not enough the intent of the mitzvah that you have in mind. If a person will sit and think about lighting the Shabbos candles and explain to themselves and to others how beautiful the Shabbos candles are, but then you don't go and light them. Nothing, you haven't done the mitzvah. You have a nice intention, nice story, nice idea, but you haven't done the mitzvah. So, intellectually knowing in your mind what the mitzvah is. It's not enough, even what you feel in your heart. You say, listen, I'm emotionally so charged, I love God, but then you don't do the mitzvah. You just love God. And he says, God wants your heart. One of the things that the Baal wants says, God wants, we should serve him with the feeling, with the heart. Not just do it externally. So he says, well, in that case, let me just do it with my heart, with my feeling. So he argues, he says, it's genug, he says it's sufficient. He has a warm heart, and he has a refined head, that should be sufficient. 
And that's how he's going to fulfill, that's enough. So he, we tell him, name, no. There has to be the asiyah, the actuality, it has to be the ziriyah, but you have to do the action. Just like by charity, you can feel bad for the poor person, but if you don't actually give him the money, you haven't done anything, you know. In Mitzvah Zadzdoka, the Mitzvah of Charity, which is the Klolus HaMitzvah, which is the general of all Mitzvahs, is nit ginug vaservet rachmones hobn of the Moraman. It's not enough to feel bad for the poor person. Evet fagisun trer nezaymatzev v'chulu. He's going to tear, he's going to pour out tears, uh, he's going to cry for the terrible situation of this poor person. V'chulu. And the dollar is going to remain in his own pocket. He's going to cry for the other one, but he's not going to part from the dollar. It remains in his pocket. You have to give the dollar to the poor person. Simple in the physical sense. Just like it is by the mitzvah of charity. So in all the mitzvahs. They darfun zayin bepoyel mamish. They have to be in actuality. In gashmi is davke in physically specifically. Tzitzis the tzitzis betzemer gashmi physical wool. Tefillin beklav gashmi in physical parchment v'chulu etc. Undos meant this is the meaning isha kisazria. Isha, you're on a high level. You are only connected to Hashem. You have to know kisazria. When he is standing in a level of Isha, there has to, there needs to, and there has to be the sowing in the ground over here below. As it might, it could possibly be, as Mitzada Hergesh, that because of his feeling, in the Yoiker from the Ish, he understands the glory of the man, Hashem. Because of his great comprehension of the glory of Hashem, or the sense, the feeling in Hashem's Yoiker in Hashem, was his which is higher than all the Ganadins and everything else, he, he recognizes how dear and how precious Hashem is. So he's going to stand in an expiring of the soul. So what is he going to do? Instead of doing something positive with his experience of his high connection to Hashem, he's going to expire to Hashem as similar to Nodavaviyu. We learned that Nodavaviyu died, but yet we see they died, the Pesach says about them, they were very old. Moshe Rabbeinu said that he thought, when Hashem said, I will be glorified by those who are those who are close to me, he thought it's either me or you, Moshe Rabbeinu. But now he sees, he says that they're greater. He's not going to be greater than him. The Rashi brings down, as Moshe said to Aaron, 
they're greater from me, from me and you. Who are these? Not of you. But what happened? They died. They expired before Hashem. Hashem. So they got close to Hashem. They were so excited. So they died. So got close to Nefesh. They experienced the expiring of the soul. That's not what we need to do. So when the Pesach is saying, Isha, when the name Isha, when you're so connected, you have to affect the Zosayim, that it has to sow in the ground specifically. And when you do that, is the Yolda Zohar. Now we're saying, you're definitely going to give birth to a Zohar, which means the Yolda Vadai. There's not a question if you're definitely going to give birth. When Soif Soif, Brinkman, the Gyula Hasidah Bibchina Zohar canal, you bring down the level, the future redemption, which is level of Zohar. <coughs> so one may think, okay, I have to wait for the Zohar for, for the future redemption. What about now? So the Rebbe says we have the Zohar now too. The next Ois. You know what would you say? Ois Yudzayim. Pumpas is Do. Just as we find the concept of the Zohar with regards to the future redemption, it says, <laughs> So now, too, we find it in the service of man, the person can also merit the level of Zohar. So that means. Now, we have also the Avodah, because the Veyoldo Zohar, we give birth to now a Zohar too. Through our dedication, through, and then we do the Tazria, we give birth to Zohar, not only in the Asida, but we give a Zohar now. What is the idea that we give a Zohar now? Through this Zohar, then you get the real Zohar, which is going to come later on, Mamshik the Geulah Bechina Zohar. What does it mean now you have the level you give birth to a Zohar now? So, the Avoide is, the service as the Gemara is, with the Gemara Zogt, as the Gemara says, Ish Darke Lichbesh. Talks about who goes to war. Women don't go to war, men go to war, because the nature of men is to conquer. Ish Darke Lichbesh is to conquer. So, we get the level of Ish so that we can go out and conquer. Mit alle, mandarf einem in the world. We need to conquer the world. Mit alle irinyonim. We're all matters of world. Mandarf es ton mit ashtarke. We gotta do it with force, with strength. Mit atoikif. Funaish darkalikbesh. With the strength of a man whose nature is to conquer. Veshtait in onim tur shulchanaruch. As it's written in the beginning of the tour of the shulchanaruch, and the shulchanaruch. Yizgaber Kari, you have to be strong like a lion. Not to be embarrassed from those who make fun of you. So that means that you give birth to a Zohar to give yourself that strength that is needed to overcome and to conquer the world, not to be uh, affected or not to be embarrassed. And that Avaida is Mamshik, the Gula, brings down the Gula. So Isha is Kisazriya, the old Zohar now that brings the Zohar of the Osid. And that Zohar means a forceful 
with strength, with proud, with pride, to go ahead and do what's necessary to do without being affected and impacted what other people think or say about you. This is also hinted in this that he says later on in the Sedra. On the eighth day, he will circumcise the foreskin of his flesh. Now, the foreskin of the flesh is also a metaphor of the foreskin of the heart, which means uh, sometimes we have a, a layer that covers, just like there's a foreskin that covers that you have to remove. There's also a foreskin, or there's a layer that covers one's heart, so that his heart isn't open to Hashem, and that has to be circumcised. And that circumcision, we say, takes place on the eighth day. So he says like this. So the, the Pasuk says, When you do serve as it with a Zohar, the older Zohar, that you got with force, then you come to the eighth day. Which means, the level of eighth day means that that is a level which is higher than seven. Seven days and also seven names of the Yitzhahorah. It says, The Rebbe talks mostly here now that it nullifies the matters of the Yitzhahorah. With all the seven names that he's called. The Yitzhah has seven different names. So when you come to eight, meaning you get rid of all the seven names, and now you're by the number eight. You don't have to deal with the Yitzhah. One of the names that he's called is an Arl. Arl means a with a foreskin, not circumcised. And then you, you impact them inyan fun mila. Then you have mila is mol yudke. Mol yudke means yudke circumcised. Menem tarot, you circumcise yudke, which means you take away what blocks the yudke and you reveal it. Menem tarot dem helem was his mailim of yudke. You remove the block, that which blocks the yudke. Was dos is klipas amolik, that's klipa of amolik. And we know that Amalek causes the Ein Hashem Sholem Atshe Yimoches Arashel Amalek. It says, Ki Yod Al Kais Yudke. The Ebrister's name is only Yudke. There's no Yudke Vavke. There's no full shame until we raise the seed of Amalek. So Amalek blocks on the shame Havaya. Mila means to circumcise for so the Yudke should be revealed. Should be no more Amalek blocking. And there under Amaltem Asonis Levavchem. And that you should circumcise the foreskin of your heart. And that brings, brings them that God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your seed. Because in the beginning a person has to circumcise himself. He does what he can. And then Hashem does the rest. Because it says, you do it and then Hashem does it. So the Rebbe is saying over here that there is steps that it takes place. So we learn the Pasha. Isha. You should know that despite the fact that the Isha, it has to be Kisazriya, it has to be in the ground. And that, that's the way to, to succeed. You need to know that once you succeed, 
the Yolda Zohar will definitely merit the Mashiach's coming. But in the meantime, Yolda Zohar in this world, that means you'll have the Toikif and you'll stand with strength, not to be affected by all the Meniz Yekuvim, not by all those who make fun. And then you will reach that you will become to Bayyem Hashmini. You'll get rid of all the seven names of the Yitzhah You'll read all the way to the eighth day. Also get rid of the Oral. And then you'll have the Indian of Mila, Yimur. And the Mila means to circumcise, to reveal, to remove the foreskin from Yudke, from Hashem. The foreskin of Yudke is the Amalek. Amalek blocks Hashem. It doesn't leave the name Shom Sholem. And we'll remove that foreskin. And that is, brings, also you're removing the foreskin of your own heart which brings eventually to Hashem removing the foreskin from your heart, the B'yaz Mashiach Tzidkeinu with the Kamago Mashiach Tzidkeinu. This is Mesichas, Shabbos Parashat Shmini, Toshin Yutas.